0: Welcome to Tough Love Podcast with me, Mairead Lachman, matchmaker, dating specialist and the founder of Love HQ Matchmaking.
1: And me, Stephanie Regan, clinical psychotherapist and relationship specialist.
0: Good to see you, Mairead. Yeah, good to see you too. This week we are on holidays. We're taking a little break from the podcast um, and so we said we'd just record something a little bit different. We get a lot of messages in from listeners, from clients that are just asking for just quick words of advice. And obviously we're always happy to, um, to help with you in those situations, but also it does help us steer what kind of directions and what's going on out there and um, we also as well are going to cover a few news articles too. Lovely. So let's go. For, so anybody that is listening, um, we decided we would record this podcast on Zoom today because we're not up in the studio with the lovely Shane from Collaborative Studios uh, and so it was my responsibility to press record so we've just had to do the intro again so we're all <laughs> over the place. <laughs> uh, Stephanie, okay. do you want to talk about what you were talking about there a moment ago before I had yeah. to interrupt you to press record?
1: Indeed. OK, so, well, one of the things I thought, you know, when people are on holiday, they do a lot of scrolling. And uh, I think there's, you know, it's kind of interesting what pops up in the line and in the subject of love and relationships. And uh, some of it, of course, is is very good and some of it is pretty trite and and pretty empty, I think. And, mm-hmm. and I just thought of people... The kind of people that I talk to and that I meet and certainly you and, you know, the questions sort of reflect all that. But I think, you know, what are you letting yourself in for and what kind of feed are you getting? And I think it's quite important that people are are very, you know, we talk about healthy options, as they say in food, be, be, you know, I think you do have to think about healthy options in terms of what you let feed into your mind. Yeah. And, uh, and I think we kind of know that, but do we take steps to do anything about it, um, I know we all have the screen time options and monitor all of that. But the truth is, people find scrolling very relaxing, and it is this slow, the slow. It's the low level of attention that is required, and it is kind of entertainment. Mm-hmm. I personally love reels; I find them lovely, and they're short, and there's you know there's fun in them. There's also sometimes information and insight in them, but you just have to be careful at what stage you're at yourself and what kind of mind frame you're going into it. Are you looking for fun in those or are you looking for solid advice? Just, I suppose I am I kind of find myself thinking, be a wee bit careful who and where you take that advice from because we're inclined to, we're inclined, of course, to take advice from people that we can identify with and we can trust. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's a lot that is really just quite snappy. And, um, and I don't think, you know, it may be grounded in sometimes you can see that it's grounded in real experience, but sometimes you can see that it's it's really um, playing to the audience.
0: Yeah, I found uh, recently um, one of the bigger podcasts like he's a English based podcast business style. uh, Mm -hmm. And one of my male clients sent me through one. And I actually listen to this podcast a lot. um, But he sent me through a link to a particular podcast and a guest that he had on. He said, I found this really Good. Mm. And when I listened to it, um, I do understand that different people within this industry of dating, psychotherapy, matchmaking, mm. all of those mm-hmm. sorts of things, there are, obviously, there are different interpretations of things, there's different levels of advice based on cultural differences as well, because right. Ireland is going to be different to America and everything. But I really felt the need to go back to this client and say, please do not take any of this advice on board. Like yeah, And I, I actually, I felt yeah. like a bit of an asshole, if I'm honest, mm. going back and saying, oh, I know better than this person because I don't, okay. But mm. I thought the advice was so negative and so bad Yes. from uh, another male matchmaker mm-hmm. that the advice he was giving was so far removed. It's obviously that he was a matchmaker maybe 10, 15 years ago, has built up his business in America yeah. and I just felt the information was so out of date. And um, was not yeah. realistic, and I genuinely thought that if this man went out with any of my clients and did what this person was advising was him digesting. to do yeah the feedback I would get from my female clients would be not in any way positive at all yeah, so I think careful careful and yeah.
1: and and the other thing is I think refresh your feed if you like who you're who you're following and who you're not give yes. it a you know give it a give it a kind of a a tweak. Mm -hmm. And and start start following new people and in other words, keep opening it out because, you know, as well, in all our in all our kind of basic sort of social media, there's Mm -hmm. a constant sort of well the algorithm brings us to the things we've already looked at. So we have to be careful of that, that we're not just hearing the same
0: thing in a kind of a vacuum. So you have to keep opening that out as well to get fresh thoughts in. I think that's important. And I also think for anybody that is listening to this, like we're all probably on Instagram, we're all following a couple of hundred, maybe thousands of people, depending on how active you are on Instagram. Anybody that follows me, you don't really see much at all. But, um, I would say it's just be very conscious of who you're following. I did start following some followers, some Inst- influencers during lockdown, and I will say I ended up buying stuff that I would never buy and it'd be bought and like there'd be stuff arriving at my door, you know, that I just mm. had bought kind of one evening just sitting down. So just be conscious as well, because sometimes we can kind of get sucked, in, sucked into it. Like they're all paid. Even so sick you- in. Yes, we are sick, (laughs) but like, you know, they are paid in order to get, that's what they're influencing you to buy it. Okay. Like it is, it's a glorified QVC shopping network. So Mm. if there are people you're influencing or influencing you, why not? unfollow them for a little while see how long you can do without them and if you really want to you can dip back into them Mm. just be conscious because like i see these armies of people following particular followers and yes they release a new sweatshirt or sunglasses i'm sure you might know who i'm talking about Mm. um like there there are hundreds of thousands of women are buying it straight away because she's endorsing. so just be conscious in all areas Mm. of your life I, can I say something else about holidays?
1: If people are yes. listening around, that I um, I listened to, and many people may have heard this, but he's um, he's a psychologist, and he was on Brendan uh, Brendan on Saturday a few weeks ago, and good few weeks ago, and he he he. I'd often talk about stillness and you know creating some space where you can hear yourself, because mm-hmm. really life is is very you know fast and and busy and loud and noisy. And and we we I think feel sometimes we're on a constant search. We've got to, got to, we've got to be doing, be getting there, be be busy, be constructive, be positive. It's hard, you know. And I think the thing about holidays and this guy Alan not Alan Bates uh, Tony Bates sorry mentioned, uh, and I, it was a line I really liked. And he said, "Holidays on a holiday, you have to let life find you," and. Yeah i thought it was let them in other words let let the the all of the the sort of obligatory things that we have to do all the schedule all of the the tra- the traveling you know all of the yeah. commuting that we do all of all of the deadlines that we have it's as they all fall away that some space gets created where something different can happen not just outside ourselves but inside ourselves that we can think differently so it's a bit like pressing pause you kind of allow yourself to have a restart and i suppose i'm that's why it was funny this morning when we were preparing for this and i was thinking about the scrolling and i thought this is what everybody's doing scrolling and so When you're on your break, try and give yourself real breaks from that. Real breaks from the way you've been thinking all the time. Mm -hmm. That's why books, of course, are good, but also fresh, fresh thoughts, some fresh influence and some time with nothing. Yeah. Let nothing in, let, it, let the space sort of open up a little bit.
0: Yeah, I think as well, if you are going on holidays to consciously turn off your phone, put it away um, and, and try and kind of detox a bit from, because you can spend even more hours scrolling if that's the case. If you are on holidays, maybe even try deleting the apps from the phone because we are quite yes. addicted to it. Also, as well, if you are working somewhere and other people are going on holidays, like leave them alone. Simple advice, you know, let them have that week of, uh, I was talking to a lady there recently and she said she'd been on holidays for two weeks and she said at least four or five of her days off had been ruined by people in the office calling her with big problems. You know, and yeah. this lady now wouldn't have been very senior; wouldn't be on you know huge salary. Um, let so them just off yeah, just the let holiday. them off. Yeah, yeah, We've actually done a huge a whole podcast on holidays, so if you haven't listened to it already, yes,
1: that's another one. Down. And yeah. while we mentioned the phone and the scrolling, I think it's also important to mention this whole you know idea of, um, as they say, "fubbing." Did you hear that? P h u b b i n no. g, which is snubbing your partner. Oh.
0: With your phone. Phone. Ah, OK. And, yes.
1: Yeah. And I know it's an awkward one, but it's um, it's, it's not exactly a great, great word. But it is actually true that yeah. while you stick your face into the phone and laugh out loud and um, really enjoy things and get completely engrossed and start answering people and start, you know, tweeting back or, you know, sending it's really messages. It's it's modern day rude. And it mm-hmm. is you know, but in terms of the connection with your partner, if you're trying to be on a holiday and you're trying to spend time together, you're snubbing them. You're cutting them out and you are bringing someone else completely into that room. Think of it that way. It's a third party in that space.
0: And also if you've children, be more conscious of it as well. Yeah, because you're modelling for anybody as well that wants to book a consultation with myself and Stephanie, visit toughlove.ie as we would have said to you last week that we hold private sessions and a lot of the times it's people coming to us with queries like this. Mm-hmm. Stephanie and Maraid have been dating a guy for four weeks, been on two to three dates each week. He is so lovely and treats me like a lady but he hasn't so much as kissed me yet and I'm wondering how do I bring it up or bring it to the next level? Mm. Any thoughts, Stephanie?
1: Well, my first thought is um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lady, isn't it? Uh, yes. It's a girl. Yeah. Um, Probably unusual. Um, mm-hmm. I think that uh, because there's a naturalness to that as well. So I would have to think it's shyness, although she doesn't mention that word. Um, uh, does she mention age there? I'm just, no. I think she, no, no she doesn't. No, she doesn't. So we're not no. sure. So if it's, so it could be if they're in their 20s, it could be just a, a shyness factor. Often I think as well, people don't know what energy they give out. You know, does she, is she giving out an energy that, that is in some way, you know, uh, making him feel that he can't kind of move forward here. So, so that's something I think on that, but the the straight and simple, simple way forward, as they say, is, uh, is also take the moment and make it easier for him. Um, Maybe, maybe he is just a little reluctant and maybe you don't know why, but there can be, not everybody, as I say, not all guys are, confident and cocky and forward and able for that. And they're struggling with that too. You know, why do we, yeah. why do we always think that they know exactly what to do now? Of course, pure, pure sexual tension usually drives that forward. Yeah. And, and that's the, you know, the impetus, but you know, if that's not happening and you're getting on well, now I have to say, I think two or three dates per week seems like an awful lot. It does. In yeah. First four weeks. So, um, I'm not hundred percent sure what's going on there, but, um, I would say to her, um, maybe just raise it, raise either, either, either raise it to speak about, or just be the one to bring it
0: a step forward and see what the response is. Yeah, what I would see is like everybody, like a lot of times ladies will say, if, you, if he likes you, you'll know. But there's a lot of guys that come to me and they might be like very successful business people. So you would think that they're very confident. Whereas exactly. actually when it comes to love and dating, they may be not. They may have had a situation where they maybe made a move before and a girl, they read the situation wrong and a girl reacted wrong. Um, or just, yes. you know, doesn't know how to get from A to B. You were right there, I I think, as well, when it comes to you don't know what vibe you're giving out. So, like, I really would say, watch your body language. I would also say things like, be careful you're not friend zoning them. You know, I don't think they are if they're meeting up two, three times a week. Mm. But, you know, maybe the type of dates you're going on as well. Like, perhaps he doesn't feel, like, comfortable when, you know, you're just out for a walk. Like, going for a walk is not a great way to build connection and to potentially get into a position for kissing, you know, so yes. I would suggest, uh, you know, it goes back to a little bit, you know, if you're getting to this stage, you know, suggest even just going for drinks, going yeah. for a drink, going for drinks. And yeah. also if it's the night before your next drink or your next date, sorry, even saying to them, um, yeah, I'm dying to see you tomorrow uh, and then say, do you think we're going to have a sneaky kiss tomorrow? Hmm. Something like that. Just even paving it. At least then, if he says, "Oh, I'm not really feeling that," he, like I'm, I'd be canceling the date the next day. I wouldn't be going on it. But I think yes. just being hmm. clear on it, bring the language into it.
1: Bringing the language in is a good yeah. idea, or the alternative, and that that option I think is the option for for that girl. Um, or so bringing in the slightly sort of intimate talk. Um, mm-hmm. and the other is, as I say, leaning in and seeing what comes back. Yes. Um, I mean, if nothing comes back, then maybe. You're, mm-hmm. You know, there's a difficulty of some nature, but yeah. uh, it sounds to me like from what you're saying, everything's, everything else is going well.
0: So yes, yeah, it seems to be you, getting on with them.
1: Yeah, because let's face it, it's a very natural thing at the end of a date, even if it's you're not moving into any sexual kind of zone. But it's yeah. very, very natural to lean in, to kiss and to say, thank you for a lovely night.
0: And be careful or, you're you, not. You, you really
1: enjoyed this.
0: Yeah be careful you're not glossing over opportunities so is it a case that he is actually trying to you know potentially mm-hmm. kiss you but you're like oh my god look at that over there it's a bird you know like you just hear, <laughs> like jumping away from it uh, another unconscious thing seemingly when we're just about to kiss somebody we tend yeah. to start looking at their lips a little bit more yes. so you know even if you started that process that if the next time you're out and you're having coffee or you're having a drink or if you're having a conversation yep. just consciously looking at their lips a little bit more if they're like have I got something in my teeth you could even just comment oh I actually know I was looking at your lips simple yeah. as that now it's quite flirty you need to you know you need to be embracing your yeah but if you're having
1: 10 dates, you need to be able to be flirting that's it exactly. I mean otherwise what are you doing you know this
0: isn't Um, you know it's not primary school. <laughs> some of the primary schools, some of the primary <laughs> skills we may from. and <laughs> dear Maureen and Stephanie I've been dating my girlfriend for the last 8 or 9 months and anytime I say anything regarding our future living together or having a family she either ignores me or goes quiet. What should I do? I actually went back to this person and asked them what age they were. Um, mm. So eight or nine months, uh, he is 38 and she is 37. Mm. Right.
1: I suppose there's a few things. We don't know the history, no. which is fine, but it is eight or nine months. Um, yeah. they the 38 and 37. This is the time when serious life talks happen. Yeah. and he shouldn't be wasting any time as much as she shouldn't be wasting time yes. um why are you not talking about the future why okay you know in an open way not necessarily in a committed way um perhaps there's obviously when you get to 37 you've usually had a few relationships so there may be yeah. some pain there some uh difficulties from past relationships that maybe haven't been fully shared Uh, or articulated between each other, because sometimes it feels too early. Um, But but maybe it's important to to make sure that there aren't things out of bounds in discussions. Mm -hmm. I think that's where I would be. You know, we're not I know we're not at that point, but, you know, in an ideal world, where would you like to be? What would you what are you hoping might happen in your life? Um, We're getting on. Well, let's let's just explore and let's see where we are, where we align. Yeah um it's a kind of a conversation that that you know i think he shouldn't ignore the silence that's one thing you know, it sounds Definitely. like she's shutting it down in her yeah. in, by, by her silence and it is his job to open that up again and to say i don't feel it's okay just not to talk about our future
0: yeah, I think so as well. Like, I think he's doing all the right things by bringing it into communication. But the problem is very often when something like that happens, people tend to just not ask again if they haven't gotten the reaction that they want. So it is important to you keep asking, I would think, but I wouldn't like keep on asking. So I probably would say something like um you know do you have any life goals or anything when you're having a conversation or like yeah. you know where do you see your future or whatever Um, even saying in the next two like and being straight up in the next two years whatever your timeline is but in the next two years my life goals would be probably to get married and start having a family um, or at least start mm. trying to have a family you know what are your thoughts on this mm. and then i honestly mean this do not talk until the other person starts talking because if they can't have an adult conversation Like really what hope for you in like any sort of communication. Like let's face it, a relationship, one thing we always talk about is communication. The road is long and you need to kind of get the show on the road. Also as well, if he does want to have a family, um, you know, even if there is, say she might have difficulties or, you know, she might know that she's infertile or something like that, maybe there's something kind of holding back. Now I'm not saying that's the case, but if that is the case, it needs to be discussed. He should be allowed to know that at this stage and maybe come up with a plan together. Especially if he's asking. Especially Especially if he's asking,
1: if he's he's ready to, now she may have her timing and that's fine. We understand that because we each are entitled to our own timing. But I think if you're nine months into a relationship and you're, you're in many ways, you're taking each other's time, then there's a, there's a kind of a, an unwritten kind of code, isn't there, that we work in an honest way with each other. And it it sounds to to me like maybe there's something there that's not being shared and,
0: um, and I think that, that nine months would be a cutoff point for me. Yeah, um, I, I would say this conversation yet. genuinely, I would think this conversation should have happened before the three month mark, if I'm honest. Like at least some mm. indication of kind of moving forward or potentially living to, with each other in the future. Mm. Now, people's timelines are different, so I wouldn't just be jumping the gun yeah. on us either. I would find but, three months a bit early. Would you? Yeah. No, yes. I don't. I I think if it's not the right person, I think it's a bit early, but I think if it is yeah. the right person, it's different. Now, um, it's not
1: wrong because it's three months no, say, for someone not, like That's you. what I'm saying. You know, yeah. But yeah. It's not wrong or anything, but say I would probably be more on the six month end. Would you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. In the in the sharing of something that would be very deep and difficult or something from your past that was difficult to share. Yeah. I think that uh, people are entitled to time for that. But but also, if you're not telling the other person something, you're also giving them a kind of a version of your life that 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 isn't quite right. And yeah. so you're you're slightly drawing them into a situation that may never go anywhere. So
0: is that fair either? And it should be fair. There is a word or phrase in dating that people that lead you on or, you know, don't tell you the truth or waste your time, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, time thieves. Yeah. That's it. And like, I Home mean, it, everything. you know, we very often hear the flip side of this, whereas women, you know, because they're thinking of the biological clock and everything, but most of the men that come to me are ready to have family. They're like, let's go. Yeah. So, yeah. And, you know, I, and, and that's what
1: women are looking for, but but they can. And maybe this woman too, you know, but yeah. hiding their desire or have, having learned early, don't don't talk about it. Don't say what you want. Don't don't be explicit mm-hmm. about it, you know, um, play it cool. No, don't play it Don't cool. play be cool. yourself. That's fine. Stay In your twenties.
0: Yeah. The quickest you, do, the the clearer you are, the clearer the other person can be with you. And absolutely. also, if you're not aligned, they're not the person for you. You need to move on. Like if you're exactly. if, if you don't want to have a family and they really want to have a family, they're not the, they're not your person. So you know you need to have a conversation around and that. let that happen. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, question three, then here, um, dear Marie and Stephanie. I've been seeing guy for the last month. Last night, while in bed, he said that he's not looking for anything serious. What should I do?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, if she, if 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 he's not looking for anything serious, he's being explicit and straight. Yeah, listen. And if you don't want anything serious, and this was enjoyable, and you're happy with that, mm-hmm. there are no, there are no issues here. Exactly. But, but if you are interested in a relationship and you're looking for something a little more, listen to him. When people speak, listen, listen to them. Yeah. Don't I think don't think you'll change him. Don't think it'll get better. Don't think it'll why would you? Don't move on. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So this opinion.
0: basically has now turned into a situationship, just by that one phrase completely. Yeah, um awesome. you know, is he going to change his mind? No, he's not. So there's no point in holding on, as you said yourself. And are you going to be confused and sitting on the fence and hoping, you know, you're going to be forever confused if you don't listen to what he's saying. So he said it to you. Um, there's nothing wrong with this. He has not messed you around, obviously, when he's being clear. Being um, honest and straight. Yeah, he absolutely. So if that's not what you're looking for, thank you. That was the end yes. of that and you need to move on. And maybe the other, the reciprocal
1: side of that is you need to be honest and straight. You you know, the other yeah, person, the person yes.
0: needs to say,
1: well, look, that's, You know, I appreciate your honesty here. Um, Absolutely. But I'm not at that point. I'm
0: in a different space. So good luck and goodbye fine she, this person hasn't said to us have they've previously had different conversations because they may have previously had a different conversation yes. but what i would say is it is very important at the outside because here's a month later and she's kind of a little bit surprised by this um yeah. and we you know recently came across uh a situation in our private consultations of somebody that they hadn't had a conversation around exclusivity and then now there's yes. a gray area and that that happens so yes it's not saying that this would have been at the exclusive stage but I am. I'm saying that being very clear, what are you looking for before you start Mm -hmm. embarking on something with someone or what are you open to? I think, waste, like, you know, sorry, takes out a lot of wasted time, takes out a lot of wasted emotion, um, and doesn't like close you off to potentially meeting what you're looking for. Exactly.
1: And uh, it's about, I think, doing that as early as possible in the yeah. dating mode. That's what you talk about in dates. That's you yes. know, some of what you talk about, not in a serious way, but what's going on for you? Where do you think you're going? You know, like, you know, what kind of jobs do you want? What do you what do you hope for? Where do you yeah. have your fun? You know, like that's how you find out things in a yeah. in a helpful way. So you not Not in an inquisitive kind of way, but rather to just work out if we're people who can get on together. And yes. we have any reason to keep going?
0: Yes. And we have another one here, dear Stephanie Marray. I started dating a girl three weeks ago and tried to arrange date. Try, sorry, dear Stephanie Marray. I started dating a girl three weeks ago and trying to arrange dates is near impossible. She said she is interested and apologies apologises, but every weekend there there are hen parties or gender reveal parties or weddings or brunch with the girls. I like her, but is she slowly letting me down gently? Hmm.
1: Well, she may be slowly. I I don't see why she needs to be slow about it. If she doesn't want to go out, it's better, nicer to say so. You should always just say it, yeah. Yeah, I or then there's there's the other thing that are. Oh, I heard this recently. I thought it was very good. Is she benching him? Yes. Oh, yes. Is she is she keeping him on the bench while she follows up with somebody else? Maybe lots of people do that, uh, keeping somebody warm, so to Mm -hmm. speak. Um, That's also possible. Not very nice. um, Mm -hmm. But perhaps in the early stages, in the very early stages, it's not you know, very wrong. Yeah, uh, I think. But um, I think the other thing that it strikes me is time, you know, Um, like he sounds that person sounds like he's come back twice, three times. That's fairly, you know, he's definitely interested in her. And because men don't bother ringing if they're not interested, you know, they're like that or don't bother contacting. Um, But I think especially if they've already had a date and it's about time and it's about have you, You know, what messages, as I say, and what vibe are you giving out? Like, what is what is this girl saying by I'm not available, not available, not available? Yeah. Now, you're not available. You're not available on a whim. Absolutely. I'd always encourage that. But if you're getting a sincere invitation, you're being, you know, contact in the middle of the week or early in the week to see if you're available next weekend. And you're not and you're not and you're not. You're telling that guy, I'm not interested in you. That's yeah. what your actions are saying. They are saying, I am not interested in you. And he is saying, I am interested in you. The yeah. other thing that you are saying is, I am putting everything else in my life before you and before this date. So it's a very defensive way, I think, mm-hmm. of dealing with somebody. And um, and it may be something that these, this can be a pattern, you know, where yes. for, for somebody may, this may be, you know, I often meet people who, You know, they're struggling with with finding relationships and building partnerships. And and it can be around these kind of areas that they're they're signaling something very negative to people and they don't really know what they're doing until you meet it yourself with them and, and can see and understand what's going on. And to me, it may be defensive mode. It may be, you know, oh, I don't, I don't need this sort of thing. I have all my life. Well, you have all your life and uh, all those, as I think in the, in the letter there, it says christenings, yeah. weddings, et cetera. but you have all your own life, but you're still trying to find a relationship, yeah. something for you. These are other people's lives you're stepping into, but for your own life, it's about taking responsibility and building it. And that opportunity
0: means you have to create space for it and give time to it as well. Yeah. I would say there's two things here on this. I do find that when two people come together, like grown up adults that have their own careers and everything, because obviously I'm matching people and I'm arranging their first date. So I arrange everybody's first date. You, you get the drift. Yes, yeah. indeed. And so it can be difficult to synchronise to... Um, two busy calendars drivers. together especially this time of year because people are away for a week at a time like I have one gentleman there at the moment and he's away for the next two weeks and I actually I'm like oh my god can you not just come back for one weekend in between you know but um, yeah so synchronising can be difficult and I understand this like the, the fact you kind of probably are attracted to her is that you she is busy and she does have her own life because let's face it if she was sitting at home the whole time you may not be as interested in her because she is off doing her own thing. However, the other side of that is, um, I also have clients that are impossible to schedule dates with. Like they are, for the next three weeks, I'm completely booked out, can't do Thursdays, I work these hours, everything like that. And really what I would say to those people is straight off, one, how busy are you actually? Mm -hmm. Like, are you bullshit busy? Okay, because a lot of people out there that are making busyness out of absolutely nothing. Second of all, what I would say is what are the priorities here in your life? So if somebody, if you are dating and especially when you're getting to your late 30s and onwards, it should be a priority. Like don't be wasting people's time. If dating is not a priority for you, don't be taking up space in someone else's life. Like, You shouldn't really be dating just for the sake of it. And if you are looking for something casual or not looking for a long term real relationship, I think you should be clear with that. You know, and especially mm. when you know the person that you're dating is potentially looking for something. So what I would say to, you know, to him there, yes, she might be letting you down slowly or she might think that she's very busy. But I would probably say straight up, you know, if I've, if he does chance it again to try and arrange something, she's like, oh, I'm actually busy. Now, this is the other side as well. Mm. I would challenge it. I think it's. Are you around on Saturday evening? Are you around on Saturday to meet up? And they're like, no, I have plans. Mm hmm. It is actually, I think, rude of her not to follow up with something like, "However, I am free, maybe Thursday evening or Sunday." Now, if you yeah. read the rule, the book, the rules, they say you shouldn't do that. But, like, let's face it, that was written a long yeah. time ago when people were not as busy as they are now. We well, say.
1: especially if you've been asked. But well, I mean, if you've been asked, why would you not offer an alternative? Yeah, and I know. when you said about people, you know, three weeks they're busy. What I what I hear as well in that, in a back back to ground, and of course, I've met many people like it as well is sometimes I think that's about really the signal is my life is more important than yours. Yes. OK, I'm busy. You know, I'm busy. You're not busy. And like, you're not whatever, a priority in my whatever life. Whatever you're doing, it's not as important as what I'm doing. Yes. And I'm putting this first. Now, I think it's really important to have some priority on your life. And but let me tell you, if that was in reverse, mm-hmm. if a girl was in that conversation and and the girl had written and said that for three times,
0: Mm-hmm.
1: for three weekends where she'd hoped she was going to meet this guy each yeah. weekend and he wasn't available. I would be saying quite simply, don't
0: waste your time. No, absolutely not. Exactly. Yeah. And,
1: but in this guy's case, because men usually do the inviting in yes. many ways, I would say that it is, he should challenge that. Mm-hmm. And he may be doing her the biggest favour. And just, just to say... I won't ask you again because really you've made you don't me feel seem, that it isn't yeah. that important. You're not interested. And I don't think you've time for this relationship that I was hoping for.
0: Yeah. I prob- might yeah. see what she's doing. Yeah. I probably wouldn't assume it because I see a lot of women will do that. Um, they will say, oh, you, you know, you're obviously not interested, blah, blah, I think you'd better off to ask her the question straight up. Mm. I've you a number of times if you'd Mm -hmm. like to go on a date. I'm actually quite confused at this time as to whether or not you do actually want to go on another date or if you're like slowly trying to let me down. And so if you would like to go on a date, can you please let me know your availability so we can make it work? I understand people's lives are busy as opposed to just the assuming part of it because I, I just yes. give her the chance. He, he does like her. Oh absolutely. Give her the chance, ask the question, would you like to go up, go out, you know, would you like to go out again? Mm-hmm. Are you interested in meeting up again? Because it seems as if it, you're not at the moment but maybe. Well, it's
1: kind of the hard to get, it's the kind of hard to get strategy gone wrong isn't it? Yeah. You know, like it's important not to be available in every single moment. Yes. And we we often talk about that, like don't hand over all your power and be available every minute of the day for yeah. for a brand new person in your life. But but be available, for God's sake, yes.
0: and let it grow or it can't go anywhere. So or and also as well, I would say, look, if you can make, a, you know, meet up one more time. Great. If they can, like fantastic. But if this stuff, I was going to say a different word there, if this stuff keeps on happening going forward, like you don't be wasting your time. Some, like, absolutely. honestly, there is. Believe me, there's hundreds of women and hundreds of men out here because they're sitting here on my desk and files uh, that actually genuinely want to meet you and would make a hundred percent effort.
1: Yes, and I think you're calling out. It's like calling out bad behavior. You call it out anywhere. It is is useful. So uh, they are our questions for today. I think they were useful, um, Mairead. and. for for people, you know, I think for this few weeks of holidays, we'll just do something like this, a little short and sharp. And uh, mm-hmm. we were going to also mention, you wanted to mention something in the media, I think.
0: Uh, yes, definitely. There was an article this week in the Irish Times and um, there was a gentleman saying that he had paid a lot of money for the holiday and he had brought his whole family away and that they had all been horrible to him while he was on holidays. And he said he, re, like he just didn't enjoy the holiday at all. He would paid a lot of money. Nobody appreciated the fact that he had done all of this. And I sometimes think that people don't get appreciated for all the work they do. There's like a lot of people out there like that might be his only two week break he might be working his ass off in order to pay to get his family on holidays maybe paying for the mortgage I'm there's no mention of the the female in the relationship whether she works or not but it like it happens the other way around as well obviously but like it's their two-week break they need to switch off they're not on holidays to entertain you they actually that is their scheduled time of potentially only 25 days holidays to get a year to actually switch off and I think people need to be really um Aware of that. So if you are going on holidays with your significant other and they have been working very hard, please give them the space to switch off, I think. And also appreciate. I think that's important within a relationship as well. Appreciate what each person brings.
1: Yes, absolutely. And sometimes, you know, for men, they do like... You know, it seems old hat, but it's still there. And there is, you know, they like to feel they're contributing at that level. And uh, Mm -hmm. and it's it's one of the big difficulties, isn't it? That uh, I know we spoke about this on different ones, but I think like when it's marriage or it's you're living together, it's kind of holidays or pooled money. I notice actually younger people now, they're much better at keeping it very 50-50 on holidays and all of that.
0: And so maybe there's less of
1: that resentment They have to keep it 50 50 like if you are
0: honestly if you're in your 30s out there like trying to get a mortgage first of all trying to actually like you could not expect any man or any you know like they okay obviously for your first date I think like if you're going for a coffee or a bite to eat they should be able to afford a coffee or a place of food absolutely but honestly what's happening out there at the moment in the dating world they have to go 50 50 or they there's nothing there's no alternative
1: yeah no no i absolutely get that but because you mentioned the 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 item of the the, the man just really feeling very very sort of down in the holiday mm-hmm. it just seemed kind of a, yeah as you say an interesting one um yeah, yeah. i think that Maybe it's important, you know, there's we, we always say there are um, radiators and sinks, you know, yeah. there are people who who feel that everything, you know, has to sort of be before them and they you yeah. have to work for their love and you have to work for their attention. And this happens a lot in couples yeah. and marriages and and one person is working hard to keep the other person happy and in the relationship but you know it becomes exhausting for that person and uh, and they're usually just patterns so I mean to me equality is what it's all about you yeah. know you work, you work for some of the time and I work for some of the time. Yeah. And uh, and I think on holidays, you really have to, that maybe is when it really brings it into view that you're in a new place with no housework, with no cleaning, no uh, any of these mm-hmm. things. And so maybe that pattern actually becomes very apparent. And maybe that's something of what has happened for that man, that yeah. uh, even when everything was paid for, even when everything was was holiday vibe, he was still getting the complaints. Yeah. And maybe maybe if he was in front of me, I'd be saying, maybe you need to listen to that.
0: Yeah. Maybe you need to go on, to go on a fabulous holiday next year without any of them. <laughs>
1: exactly. Okay. <laughs> but, um, kind of, yes. Yeah. Rebel advice, rebel advice. You know. yeah, of course. <laughs> okay. Excellent. Thank you, Stephanie. Thanks so much, Mairead. Really lovely. Enjoy your break. Talk to you again next week.
0: You too. Thank you.